You're listening to Hump Day News and Rumors on Mousecapades Radio. Get ready for something majestic. The following is an original production of the Mousecapades Radio Network. Listeners, this is Vicki, and I'm here with Stephanie and our colleague Gina from the Your Story Travel Company. We hope that you're all staying safe, happy, and healthy. This is episode 696, and you're listening to the number one podcast that entertains that space between your ears, the Mousecapades Podcast. Today, we'll be bringing you all the latest Disney rumors and news to help your week be a bit more magical. The Mousecapades Podcast is a part of Your Story Travel Company. If you're looking to book a trip, one of us would be glad to help. You can text us. We have Gina, Vicki, or myself, Stephanie, at 636-395-0544 or email us at yourstorytravel.com and we would be happy to get with you to design a magical vacation. A small refundable deposit of $200 will hold your resort and ticket package, so contact one of us today. So right before we started recording, Gina informed us that she has not watched Encanto. And this is just another reason, Gina, why you need to watch it because Encanto has now reached number one on the Nielsen's rating chart. That's pretty awesome. Um, It's proven to be one of Disney's most popular films to date. And it's been nominated for both Academy, excuse me, nominated for the Academy Award for Best Animated Feature Film. And as we mentioned the past couple weeks, We Don't Talk About Bruno recently topped the Billboard Hot 100. So if you are a listener and have not had time to watch it or haven't had taken the time, please do. You will enjoy it. And Vicky is not kidding. You will enjoy this movie. Like even my husband loved it and kept raving about like, wow, that was way better than I thought it would be. And of course, at school, I don't know about your students, Vicky, <laughs> but woo, that's all we want to do for indoor recess is listening to the soundtrack and dance to it. I, d- I cleaned the house yesterday to the Encanto soundtrack. I just, I just have not had time to sit down and watch it. My goal was to do it this, this weekend, but that didn't happen. We were so busy, and um, I'm hoping that Thursday they'll have it on the plane and I can watch it on the plane. If not, I'll watch it. On, I'll watch it on my phone, and because I have Disney Plus on my phone. Oh yeah, you'll have to download it to your phone. Yeah, don't forget to do that. Otherwise, yeah. you're going to be paying up the wazoo for internet <laughs> on the plane. Hopefully they'll have it on the plane because the last time they had a bunch of new Disney movies on the plane. So, well, it's one that would keep kids quiet on a plane, so they should have it on a plane. For real. And by quiet, I mean they might be singing, but at least they'll be in a good mood. Right. Okay, so this is something that actually originally launched as a pilot at Magic Kingdom, and then it expanded to Disney's Animal Kingdom. It's a 20-minute private photo pass session. It's called Capture Your Moment. And it's coming to Epcot and Disney's Hollywood Studios. So you can get this at any of the parks. Beginning February 24th at Epcot, whether you're celebrating something special, like a proposal, um, your first visit, graduation or anniversary, or maybe you just want some family photos, um, then or a, a family portrait, you can do Epcot's World Showcase for your photo backdrop. You could choose one of the following pavilions for the photo shoot. You've got Germany, Italy, the American Adventure, Japan, or Morocco. It's also going to be available at Hollywood Studios beginning March 21st. You can head down to the Hollywood Tower Hotel to take photos around its eerie grounds, 
or capture playful photos with Gertie, which is Echo Lake's resident dinosaur. Get up close with the incredible details of the Chinese theater's facade or use the colorful neon signs and art deco architecture of Hollywood Boulevard and Sunset Boulevard to evoke the golden age of Tinseltown. At all four theme parks, each Capture Your Moment session is $79 and can include up to eight guests. If you want longer than 20 minutes, it's another $79 for another 20 minutes. So you just have to keep adding that $79 on. While prints and digital downloads are not included, those with a photo pass entitlement, such as Memory Maker or Memory Maker One Day, as well as qualifying annual pass holders with a Disney photo pass download benefit can download the photos at no extra cost. Um, this is a great deal. <laughs> awesome deal. $79 for 20 minutes is well worth it for some family pictures. Thinking about like family pictures and how much you can spend yeah. for those mini sessions. It's so much. And especially if it's free to download, like if you have, like, like I said, if you have the memory maker, yes do it <laughs> absolutely i'm kind of curious though like if epcot and hollywood studios will do as well like magic kingdom is um <laughs> definitely would have my vote for where i would get mine done i would definitely do tower of terror probably you would. if i yeah but then again i would like to do it at magic kingdom you know i would i would be paying for the magic kingdom photos I like the one at Magic Kingdom, but I really love the Italy Pavilion. I would, with the gondolas and stuff, I think that would make really cool pictures. Yeah, Epcot, I think, would do would do well. I'm just thinking, yeah. like, Gertie the Dinosaur. Like, yeah, let's <laughs> spin to get photos in front of there. But, yeah, the, we already know that the photographers are amazing for just the few pictures that they take for us all the time. So right. to have your own personalized session... Uh, now, see, the, before this came out, Kaylee graduated with her bachelor's and her and Brad went there. I doubt she was there for 20 minutes, but the guy took 30, 35 pictures of just Kaylee. Oh, there were good. a lot of people there when her and Brad were there, but she had those Mickey ears with the hat and like he had her hold the balloons and he had her pretend like she was holding on to her cap. And there's just so many different views of her and just doing the, you know, putting her hands under her chin and just all these different things. And maybe that's where they got the idea. I have no idea, but he spent a lot of time with her. But Brad's like, there really wasn't a line. So, cause I was like, that was amazing. Was there people behind you? And he's like, no, he just was like, oh, do this shot. Oh, do this shot. So. Well, maybe we will schedule a family session when we are down there in April of 2023. Cause we're going to go down there for Abby's choir is going to, or is in a competition at Disney in April of 2023. So me, the whole family is going, so. Well, and thinking of those people, especially for like proposals and stuff, I know people think you can just, oh, I'll just hire a photographer to come in and, and capture it. Like if you get in big trouble, <laughs> they'll kick you out of the park and make you delete the photos. Um, so you are not allowed to have your own photographer come into the park and take pictures of your family. So this, this is pretty much your only option um, besides having somebody with a cell phone take a couple pictures and videotape it. Vicki, you remember my friend Emily that we met mm -hmm. at Magic Kingdom that day? She did her engagement photos there. They were really good. So uh, I saw an engagement on a vlog today that, and maybe you did too, Gina, because I think it's not really, I guess it wasn't her vlog per se as much as a Facebook site, where the girl's fiance or boyfriend 
called her sister and had her sister meet them at the Grand Floridian, but the, the sister didn't know, but she had a video and she was up on the second level of the Grand Floridian. And then he had the accompanist or the, the pianist play the song from Up, that's their song. And then they were just standing there listening to him like it was random, like she had no clue. And then he just dropped down on one knee and asked her to marry him and mm -hmm. the sister got the whole thing. And she was crying and everything and then he pointed up so she could see, but I was like, that was so great. That would have been a perfect thing. That's another thing they really need to think about doing is having those at the resort. capture the moment yeah, at some of the resorts because they make yeah. some amazing pictures. I wonder if you're allowed to have a photographer at the resorts. Like, can you hire your own photographer to come to the resort with you? I know you can't. Well, honestly, so many people have professional people in their family. I don't know how they can say you can't bring a photographer with you. I know. Do you right? mean with all their equipment or? I guess. I've just heard. We had a, we brought our big old 35 millimeter the first two or three times we went and then the phones got better and we were just like, they take right. just as great pictures as we would try to take. So, you know, I didn't ever, until you said that, I was like, what? Yeah, I've been reading um, about how you will get kicked out if you hire a photographer and bring a photographer in with you. Hmm. They're not allowed to be at Disney. That is crazy. And I didn't realize that because like you said, like you can bring a big camera. So how do they know? How do they know it's not professional pictures, right? I guess just like the whole photo session. Right. If you bring a suitcase filled with all your supplies, that would be a clue. <laughs> right. And you're doing like so many different poses and now do this. And now like maybe that's why. I don't know. Maybe so. Because they want to get you moving along a little quicker. Like go ahead, snap your four pictures and move along. Like you can't hog this, this space in front of Magic Kingdom. Right. All right. So speaking of crazy stories... People are insane. We have been talking about these crazy stories for the past couple of weeks. Well, actually for the past couple of months, I guess it's say. So this one is a real doozy. Let me tell you, this happened over at Disney Springs and it was on October 26th, which happened to be around the time that Vicki and I were there. Yeah, I know. <laughs> we didn't see it, thank gosh. But um, it seems that two sisters from New Jersey, um, ages 29 and 31, so, you know, they're old enough to know better. <laughs> they were on a Disney World vacation, um, and they kind of, I guess, created their own little live version of Girls Going Wild. And uh, so apparently they had had a steak dinner, followed by some adult beverages, and so they were really intoxicated and their phones died and the older sister called the younger sister a bad mom and slapped her and this was actually outside of circuit Soleil in disney springs if you know where that's at um but the disney springs security team helped the women get an uber but the uber driver refused to take them because they were so intoxicated which i don't blame them i right. wouldn't want that in my car either so they had to call a taxi while these sisters were waiting for the taxi, they decided to get into a full-blown fight. And about, this was about 12.40 a.m. And the Orlando County Sheriff's Office uh, was dispatched to Disney Springs. When they got there, the younger sister was screaming and crying when, the, when, they, when they arrived. And she was only wearing her underwear and one sandal. <laughs> 
seriously. So apparently the slap escalated to a hitting and punching and screaming fight and stripping down to nothing. Oh my goodness. A security manager and cast member were able to separate the two women. Uh, and because they were both so intoxicated, the police couldn't seem to get a straight answer out of them when they asked him what happened. And the officers arrested them for domestic violence, battery, and disorderly intoxication, which are misdemeanor crimes. Um, neither women sustained any injuries. And in November, the state attorney's office declined to pursue criminal charges. And both the sisters requested the other not be cr- prosecuted. So according to that was according to the Orange Circuit County court records. So since the women weren't facing criminal charges, their names were not released to the public. So we have no idea who these women are. We just know that they're two sisters from New Jersey. Brad said, I forgot to tell you that one of them, they did not tell us which one, um, we read this in another article, got sick. No, oh, And one of them slipped in it and fell into some bushes. Yeah, that's why she was naked. <laughs> maybe, yeah, maybe. I have no idea, but Brad's just like, where do these people come from? Oh, my goodness. I have so many questions, though. Like, okay, the police already saw these girls. And they were already slapping each other and seriously drunk, drunk enough that the Uber wouldn't even take them. Why didn't the police stay with them until the taxi could get there? Like, why did they think it was a good idea? Yes, girls, just sit here by yourself and you'll probably be just fine until this taxi comes. Like, I feel like they should have stayed and continued to monitor these crazy wild girls (laughs) so that they didn't have to get in this full-blown fight. I have no idea. Why would you want to be that intoxicated at Disney? I mean, I get it feeling good. I, you know, I like to go drink at Epcot, but I don't get stupid drunk. I just like that buzz, you know. Sometimes I guess people just can't <laughs> can't handle their own and just don't realize they've crossed the line. But I just, oh my goodness, and also out of their charges, why wasn't like indecent exposure? On that right. List. I know. I thought if the you're same sitting thing. there in just your underwear and a shoe, you sh- at Disney. <laughs> I'm hoping because it was so late at night, there were no children. I was going to say the same thing, Vicky. I that's what I think. It was so late at night that there were no kids around. So if not, oh my gosh! Like even if there were no children, you should still be getting in trouble for just be with, like for just having that on. I just like that it's underwear and one shoe. One shoe. <laughs> wow. What, that is, that's quite the story. Gina, thanks for sharing that one. Yeah, I know. Crazy people. It was funny. So the costumes from the West Side Story, yay, the remake of it, have now been added to Walt Disney Presents galleries at Disney's Hollywood Studios. I'm pretty excited about that. I just hope it's still there when we're in there in October. So it's only been released into theaters for two months. 20th Century Studios film follows the story of two lovers who are members of rival New York gangs, a somewhat modern retelling of Shakespeare's Romeo Juliet, um, screen-worn costumes by David Alvarez and Ariana DeBose as Bernardo and Anita, respectively, are on display, as well as Bernardo's costume is mostly gray suit with burnt orange undershirt. Anita has a black dress with rose accents. The screen costumes worn by both Ansel Elgort, if I pronounce this wrong, my daughter's going to beat me, and Rachel Zegler as Tony and Maria, 
are also on display in a, in a glass case for guests to view. Tony's costume is a blue suit with khaki pants and Maria's iconic white dress is displayed. Steven Spielberg remade this West Side Story movie after the 1961 classic with Natalie Wood in it. Uh, that was actually a trivia question last night for us at Trivia. But even though it's in theaters right now, it's going to be released onto Disney Plus and HBO Max beginning March the 2nd. And I cannot wait. I'm, I'm just surprised. I seem like, I feel like they're going faster and faster to streaming services and stuff, which is good because we do pay for those. But I'm pretty excited to see it. I don't know if you guys are, but. I am. I want, like I, I was telling you guys earlier, I wanted to go see it, but my husband wouldn't go see it with me. So I'll just watch it at home when it comes out. Definitely a girly movie, I know. It's got some cool music scenes in it though. Mm -hmm. And dance scenes. Okay, so new smart TVs are slowly being introduced in Walt Disney World Resort hotel rooms. These interactive television systems have a more personalized and easy-to-use experience that welcomes guests to the rooms. It offers access to complimentary content, connects to streaming content, and more. And I'm going to go into a little bit more detail about that in a second. The TVs are going to be available at Disney's Yacht and Beach Club Resorts and then soon available at other resorts, including Beach Club Resort Villas. The system's already in place at Disney's Riviera Resort and Disney's Coronado Spring Resort. So, like I said, I would get into more of what exactly it does. It's kind of a personalized in-room TV experience and it welcomes guests when you arrive. You can enjoy streaming in your room with complimentary Disney content and connectivity for from your personal device to stream from like your subscribed content. So if you have Disney Plus, Hulu, you're able to kind of connect that onto and cast onto your TV. Standard channels, park hours, resort amenities, and information are also available. Um, kind of like most of the other TVs will have as well. So it's not like you won't have that with this new television system. Yes, credentials and connect my device pairing is going to be cleared upon each checkout. So that's good. You don't have to worry about somebody else getting in your stuff and um, being able to have access to everything that you do. Although I probably would still personally be slightly worried um, that there might be an error or something. And But I, I honestly don't know what somebody could even do if they if I was still logged on to my account anyway, so it's probably not a big deal. Guests are gonna use their personal devices to log into any subscription service. So information is not stored in the system. So they can't, they don't have access to like your passwords and all of that, and they can't change it and create their own. Um, so at least that's good, but who knows? <laughs> who knows if it'll go without flaws or not? So I appreciate they're doing this, but Maybe we were doing something we weren't supposed to, but we brought our Roku with us the last few times. Oh, that's smart. We just plugged it into the television and played. Maybe that's what a lot of people were doing and they said, well, maybe we need to offer this to our guests or something. I mean, I'm don't get me wrong. I'm glad that they're thinking about doing stuff to give to the guests that doesn't require hopefully any more money. So yeah, don't give them any ideas, Vicky. I know. But anyway, yeah, we the last couple times we just brought it just because the kids were hooked on some YouTube that they wanted to watch or we were watching some YouTube and I like to watch the vloggers while we're there to see if they learned anything. All right. So we have some exciting news at Epcot. 
Uh, we kind of touched on this a little bit last week when we were talking about it, about one of the rides, but uh, the newest update is that Guardians of the Galaxy Cosmic Rewind um, now has lights on the roof and they have been eliminated. Uh, lighting started to be installed at the attraction a couple of weeks ago, uh, but this is the first time guests have actually seen it lit up. So the specific date still has not been announced, but it is getting so exciting that more and more Disney completes on it. Um, does anybody want to take a guess on when this ride is going to be open? I know we kind of talked about it last week, but it's everybody's guess. I really think they're going to push for Memorial Day. They seem to like Memorial Day weekend. I know that they've. I know that's when they open Pandora and something else. I feel like they open something else on Memorial Day weekend, and I don't know why they would choose that weekend because you know it's going to be crazy busy. Crazy busy, yeah. Um, but yeah, that that would be my guess. I wonder, I mean, how close they are to completing it. See, that's my fear, is everything just is taking so much longer. It keeps getting pushed back and pushed back and pushed back. I just can't see it opening then already, even though I want it to be. <laughs> Maybe it'll be open by October when we're there. Hopefully. Well, yeah, I would bet the summer was over by then. <laughs> it better be open. Oh, sorry. That was rude. <laughs> it'll be it'll be September 20th. That's when they'll... <laughs> I'm going to yeah. go... <laughs> Oh, Who knows? Boy. I don't know. I'm excited. I just, um, I don't think I'm going to be able to write it. That's my biggest fear because... Yeah, I don't know if I will be able to either. I want to. I want to at least write it once, but... They have that spinny thing at Silver Dollar City and it's not a roller coaster. It spins and then you go back and forth and back and forth. And I'm just thinking about what my head felt like when I got off that. And if I want to endure that and ruin my Disney trip, we shall have to Those see. Those rides I save for last because you never know how they're going to affect you. So. My thought is, is it's Epcot and people drink. There's oh, going to be so many people getting off of that and yakking. Hurling. Yep. For sure. It's, it's going to be in somebody's job title description. It's like, you are the person who th cleans up all the vomit after this ride. It better bam good. So this past Friday, all three of the mountains were closed at the Magic Kingdom. And I still cannot find any reasons why all three of these rides. Oh, weird. Three of the biggest rides at Magic Kingdom, with the exception of Jungle Cruise right now because of the movie and Seven Dwarfs Mine Train. So Splash Mountain was set to reopen because that was its first day after the refurbishment, but it actually opened on Saturday. And then the guests that did get to ride it were saying that there were only minor things done that they could see, like, things that were physics are like physically broken that you could see the paint wasn't redone like normally in a refurbishment so they feel like they just must have done the maintenance of the actual mechanical systems and does this mean that they're ready to do the retheming of the princess and the frog which i know that sarah and stephanie have been long awaiting i don't know and but that was the, just people that were projecting that they didn't know if the over usage of another person was saying that they didn't know the over usage of Thunder Mountain because the lines have been so long because Splash Mountain has been closed for its refurbishment. So people like don't know that it's closed or they don't think about it and they walk that way and then they're like, oh, it's closed. Well, let's go to Thunder Mountain. And then again, that line, um, that was another projection. And then Space Mountain, nobody seemed to know what was going on at all. Like they had no clue. But everything was up back and running on Saturday. They just thought it was weird. And 
no word from Disney, not if they were trying to beef things up or pad other rides, I have no idea. But I do know that on Sunday, Space Mountain had a wait time at one point of two and a half hours. And it has been a long, long time since Space Mountain has been two and a half hour wait. I mean, it's been 20 minutes for a while. Mm -hmm. Like Space Mountain was one of those that I'm like, I can't believe that people have to pay for the individual lightning lane for this because it's not worth it. Don't pay for it. You'll, you won't have to wait that long. And then all of a sudden, especially this past week, I've been looking and it's always over a hundred minutes. The crowds have been crazy. Do you think people are not using the lightning lanes? Well, according to the, one of the vloggers I watched, he said that a cast member told him that 50% of the people that are coming in the park now are using the uh, Genie Plus system and the individual lightning lane attractions. I believe that. it. I do think that they're using them a lot. And so that has been Joey's all the time complaint that that's why the lines were so good during when we when they first reopened and when they didn't have a fast pass slash lightning lane lane, they weren't paying to get in the line for special things. That's why people were, and the more that they do that, the longer a line it makes for standby people. Right, because two and a half hours, you know, you've got probably an hour of that is waiting on people who are using the lightning lane. Correct. Right. I just wish they would do away with it. I, I've heard too many people say they don't like it. I need to research why we're doing the rest of this because I meant to do it earlier, but I had heard something from one of my customers that are one of my clients that something was changing in Paris and he wanted to know, did I think it was gonna change at Disney World? And I said, before your trip in March, mm, probably not. But I never got to read the article that he sent me. But I do know that it started in Paris and then it came to us. So whatever happened in Paris, he's right. Probably is gonna happen to uh, the Floridians anyway. Hmm. I do not know though. Take it away, Miss Steph. I don't even remember hearing anything about this before this week. Well, the front Tierland hoedown happening was supposed to be coming back to Magic Kingdom. Um, it was announced that it was going to be back on February 11th. However, it just didn't happen. So for anybody who is excited about this um, coming back, it didn't. <laughs> the cast members didn't even really seem to know what was going on. Friday afternoon when it, they said it was, oh, yeah, 12, 20, and 1, 20, or 1, 30. And then... They even admitted they didn't know why the performance was canceled. The hoedown is supposed to feature some of Disney's characters and cast members. They come out, they dance in the street. It surprise intervals. It's just kind of a fun um, little get you excited, get you pepped up. And it, of course, was going to be modified for social distancing and all of that. But they didn't really announce any extra details and they didn't announce that it was going to be canceled. It just didn't happen. So interesting. Um, remember, this is also the same day that Vicky was talking about Splash Mountain not being <laughs> reopened. Yeah. And so what is going on? All right. So Disney has um, indefinitely postponed the Beauty and the Beast prequel series, which I am so sad about. Mm -hmm. um, and it was due to the creativity and scheduling issues. Um, Disney originally announced the series in 2020 and filming was going to start this summer, but some creative elements were not ready. And then on top of that, delays with cast scheduling issues and weather constraints result in a pause in production. Uh, Disney Plus had given the series an eight episode order, developed executive producer and written by Josh Gad, Edward Kitsis, 
and Adam Horowitz, Gad was to reprise his role as Leif Gu with Luke Evans as Gaston from the 2017 live action Beauty and the Beast. Um, the show cast had been growing over the past months with Rita Ora announced just earlier this week and Freyfi Hawkeye last month. The show followed Gaston and Leif and LeFew as they followed LeFew's stepsister Tilly, who is going to be played by Brianna Middleton, on an adventure after discovering details from her past. On their journey, they would unravel mysteries, unearth secrets, and discover dangers. Disney legend Alan Menken, um, who also composed the music for The Little Mermaid and Pocahontas, was going to compose the music for it. Disney may come back and, and try and do the show again at a later date. Uh, fingers crossed, because I'm a huge Beauty and the Beast fan. It makes me sad that they said may. I just figured they would it's just delayed and i love josh gad i, I mean it's I probably know. it's probably gonna be hilarious he is so funny he is Agreed. if i see him on any talk show the other i went down a rabbit hole the other day um i typed in his name and all the talk shows i went and watched he's just so funny he is funny have you guys seen the olaf presents on disney plus yes Abby and I watched every single one of them. <laughs> I mean, they're so short. You can binge watch them. Oh my, it's like six minutes total for all of them. Um, but my kids are requesting them all the time and then they repeat everything that he says. <laughs> they have them all memorized. Aw, that's awesome. Well, American Idol is returning to Disney's Alani Resort, which is amazing because I want to go to Disney as a Alani Resort. I didn't know American Idol does stuff it so Alani. i believe it started in 2018 if i'm not mistaken because 2020 before the pandemic started they were there and then they had to send everybody home um they had already started the season so the 20th season of american idol is going to idol is going to premiere sunday february 27th um after earning the chance to become america's next superstar in hollywood so they'll have hollywood week and eliminate the characters i want to say they take them down to 30 now, I think is how many went last time. So they have the original where they narrow it down to a certain amount, but I think it's down to 30 now. It wasn't as many before, but they also do the season a lot quicker. They eliminate two people at a time, which is good and bad sometimes. But anyway, so they go there and, but besides being coached by amazing people and having um, Luke, Brian, Katy Perry, and Lionel Richie as their judges and Ryan Seacrest as their post um they get critiques from other people that they bring in and all why they're on the property of disney with um mickey shaved ice and traditional island cuisine and sushi available to them so um they get to stay in these lush accommodations and uh, it's pretty spectacular i enjoy just watching the video footage so i can't imagine what it's like in person it's on my bucket list now you've got me wanting some mickey shaved ice <laughs> Shaved ice is what I craved the entire time I was pregnant with Lucy. And I was pregnant with her all winter long. Oh, no. And so you can't really get shaved ice anywhere. So good thing I only have another week left, guys. That's right. Because <laughs> uh, it's the same thing. Here it is winter and I can't get shaved ice. Stinky. You need one of those makers where you can make your own shaved ice. But it's not the same. Like, I need the legit, not a snow cone, like shaved ice. A snow cone just will not do it. I think we can buy you one of those. <laughs> so Disneyland Resort 
parking trams will finally return to service on February 23rd. What is up with the trams, guys? Like, why did it take so long for Disney World and now it's taking this long for Disneyland? Uh, maybe, you know, they couldn't get people hired to drive them or? I think it's because, like, uh, it's not something they have to charge for. So if they're going to have a worker, they'd rather have a worker at a restaurant or at a coffee shop or something that brings in income. This is just a free service, so might as well take it away. That's oh, just me being cynical. <laughs> Anyways, um, super excited to have those back. The parking trams have been unavailable since the park reopened last year after closing in March of 2020. Guests have since had to walk from the parking structures to downtown Disney District, Disneyland, Disney California Adventure, um, of course, they. we are happy for our Disneyland friends. We would love to see Disney World get all of their parking trams up and running. Not, They're not all running yet. Nope, just the Magic Kingdom. Just the Magic Kingdom. That ticket one. and transportation. Okay. Man, that's... Because that, that one of vlogger that I watched the other day, he goes, sure wish those trams were running because he literally, he got there at like 4 o'clock in the afternoon at Hollywood Studios and he was clear out to the road. <laughs> oh no. See, that's why rope dropping is so important, guys. Mm -hmm. <laughs> you get there and you just, you don't even need the tram. You're totally fine. Right. So anyways, Bob, Bob Chapek, could you please just give us, give us those trams. <laughs> Stop taking away our freebies. The redesigned Buzz Lightyear has debuted in Pixar Pals Motorcade at Disney's Hollywood Studio. His arrival follows the Walt Disney World premiere of Woody and Jesse's new designs yesterday uh, in the new Disney Adventure Friends cavalcade. Buzz was all smiles today, waving to his fans while, he, while debuting his new look in the Pixar Pals Motorcade. He, of course, was riding in his matching vehicle. The new costume features a rounder and friendlier head and slimmer spacesuit design. The new look is much more flattering and looks more like Buzz himself. Even though Mickey and Friends Cavalcade is no longer going to be at Hollywood Studios, it is exciting to know that the Pixar Pals Motorcade will still be with us. It makes me laugh that they had to say, a rounder and friendlier head. <laughs> Why do they describe that? Thinner, it sounds like. Maybe, maybe it was scaring people. I have no idea. But did you guys get to watch on YouTube the new Adventure Friends Cavalcade? Uh-uh. Mm -mm. It's actually like a mini parade because one of the guys that I watch on there was doing it and it just kept coming and coming. It is awesome. So if you get a chance, look at it. First of all, Coco's the grandma. I do this every time. What's the little boy's name? Miguel. Thank you. Miguel's costume, amazing. But there are uh -huh. so many characters in that little cavalcade that we don't see. Um, and now because I am saying that, I won't be able to think of it. But obviously, two of them are the fox and the bunny rabbit. So Judy and Nick from Zootopia. Those are not seen very much. I was trying to think what other ones were on there. Oh, yeah, Turk from Tarzan. Oh, wow. And Mary Poppins and Bert, Aladdin, the Three Caballeros, Oh, yeah, Donald was missing. So the two caballeros. <laughs> um, but yeah, just a lot of interesting characters, but it was almost like a double cavalcade, not quite a parade. <laughs> so they were calling it a mini parade, but it was really cool to see the characters that were in there and the music was really fun too. The kids were super excited to see them. But again, I don't understand because I thought the whole point of having the cavalcade was that there wasn't 
we weren't telling the time so that the crowds weren't building up and saving spaces, but they have all the times listed now. I was gonna say, they tell the times now. They yep. definitely Weird. do. So I don't know. So I still think the purpose of having the cavalcade is it is less crowds, even when they do tell the time, because there's so many. Where with the parade, it was like one, one or two times, like the, this is it. So right. you have to you have to be here if you want to see this parade. Gotcha. And with every other cavalcade, it's okay, you can come these six different times, or you could see this one on these six different times, or this one. So it helps you schedule. I really like that they have the times now. Um, I almost feel like I wait less because before I just kind of hang out on Main Street waiting True. and waiting and hoping to see one. And now I know when I need to be there. But I am super glad that Hollywood Studios is keeping the others because I thought that that was going to be the next thing they would say. Okay, so now we're getting rid of this, but they're, it doesn't appear that way at this time. They're going to keep the Pixar one and the Incredibles Correct. one because I just feel like there used to be so much character coverage, which I know Sarah touched on the ones at Launch Bay last week. The same thing back where Launch Bay is prior to that, before it was that, it was where the Imagination Studio was where you could take a little class and you could draw a cartoon. Back there, there was typically five to six characters available for signatures and pictures. Mm -hmm. Those are gone. And I just feel like some of the opportunities to see characters and stuff have gone away and I don't want them to go away. I like that. If you're at Hollywood Studios and you're wanting to see some of the um, some of the different show or cavalcade, I highly suggest going to Backlot Express and eating there and getting an outdoor table because that's where the um, all the cavalcades come through and it's like their last stop when they're pulling in. Oh. So we always go there and we eat. It's got good food too, and we just sit there, we eat, and then we see at least two of the cavalcades coming through. Like it's a good place to go for, and you can mobile order there for a quick service lunch. Like boom. Get it all checked off your list. <laughs> That's awesome. I, I always find it humorous that they kept the name Backlot Express and they got rid of the Backlot Tour. I know. I love that ride. That was one of my favorites. I really thought they'd re-theme it or rename it just because for those of us that do know what it is, it's a sad, sad day because that was such a cool ride. It was cool. Anyways, so I digress. So thanks for joining us. If you are interested in being a guest on our show or you have a question or a comment, you can email us at mousecapadespodcast at gmail.com or you can text us at 636-395-0544. If you'd like to book a trip or you just want a free quote, you can text us, Gina, Stephanie, or myself, Vicki, at 636-395-0544. You can also email us at yourstorytravel.com. Just a reminder that a $200 deposit will hold your resort and ticket package reservation. And be sure to listen to Friday's show. This week, Vicki will be chatting with Sarah while she shares the second half of her recent magical Disney trip and her stay at the recently refurbished Wilderness Lodge. As always, thank you for listening to the number one podcast that entertains the space between your ears, the Mousecapades podcast. Well, girls, I think it's about that time. Disney love. See you real soon. Have a magical day, my friends.